So, we had a stoppage of play in pretty much almost every sport, from baseball to basketball, some tennis, um, hockey, yeah, basketball. hockey, exactly. <laughs> the wobble. Everybody has been standing against injustice and uh, inequality in the justice system, especially after um, Jacob Blake being shot in the back seven times. I want to let you go because I know I'm going to go off on a tandem <laughs> and speak a lot of <clears throat> some of that, you know, talking that talk. So what do you think about the athlete's stance and what they're, they're doing for, across the various sports? Very, uh, very proud of the athletes, you know, to take to make that sacrifice and disrupt, especially starting starting off with the Milwaukee Bucks and the M- NBA uh, on everything it took to, to start you know, and, you know, start the bubble mm-hmm. and the sacrifices that they made to be away from their families in the bubble, testing every day. And, I mean, that's a that's a major sacrifice for athletes to make, you know, to, to, to go from, you know, the, the normal, you know, procedures that they usually follow to uh, participate in the uh, NBA playoffs. And for them to sacrifice their, uh, you know, their playoffs and to, you know, take a stand like that, I commend them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, I kind of disagree with them kind of going off on their own and doing it <laughs> instead of like collaborating with everybody else, like filling in the magic instead of having the magic out there warming up like some idiots. I mean, we already know y'all was about, they was about to get bounced. In two and a half hours. But they out uh, there like, uh, why are we the only ones out here warming up, guys? Like, uh, we're, we're in the Bucks. You know? oh, <laughs> we're supposed to be getting trounced in like five minutes. We got to get out here. But, um, yeah, and then for, you know, the, the, the following sports to, you know, take, you know, follow the lead mm-hmm. and to show their, you know, you know, to, to, to you know, sacrifice to make their sacrifices as well and following their lead. I mean, I was just, you know, it was very, it was a sight to see, man, and very, very proud of all the athletes and the teams and organizations that allowed them to, you know, take a stand in what they what they believed in. Absolutely. Now, and I, I think this speaks to a lot of stuff that. So look, I'm gonna rewind and I'm gonna jump forward. So let's rewind to historically, we've all looked at Ali. As a great man, he took a stand and refused to go to the draft to fight against people that he thought that weren't oppressing him or oppressing us. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time when Ali did this, it was hated. He was a draft dodger. He was un-American. He was, a, hey, go back to your country if you don't like this. Yeah. So history took time, and now Ali became beloved for that stance. We go back to Dr. King, which a lot of people like to tout, and I know he's not an athlete, but people said, told us that Dr. King was a communist. He was a liberal radical. He didn't support the Vietnam War, and him and uh, the president, LBJ at the time, had a falling out because LBJ felt like, I've passed these civil rights laws for you, mm-hmm. and the least I need you to do is cooperate with me for the Vietnam War, but you chose not to because he didn't, Dr. King didn't think it was a righteous cause. At the time, Americans vilified Dr. King. Dr. King passed away pretty much broken penniless because even the black community turned against him mm. because the propaganda of him being a communist. So I want to put forward even more. Um, Carlos and, 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 and Smith and all them, 
the Olympians who put up the black fists when they ran the race. Mm-hmm. People, what do you know the story after them is what I always ask people. They don't. They got blackballed. They weren't allowed to compete anymore. It was considered disrespectful. It was considered un-American for the stance they took. Well, now in the echelons of history, Tommy Smith and all those, we, we look at them very politely. We look at them very generously. Yeah. Let's spin forward even further now, and we go to Craig Hodges, mm-hmm. who approached Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan in their finals, and I think it was 91, Correct. and asked them to not play the game in participation of social justice. Mm-hmm. Magic and Michael laughed them off and didn't do it, and they played the Bulls won. Craig Hodges, when they won the championship, gave a note and spoke directly to Bush, the president at the time, older Bush, senior, not young Bush, and basically told them they need to fix the injustices that are going on in America. Because of that action, Craig Hodges got blackballed. Wow. Remember, Craig Hodges was a three-point champion. Yeah. Was one of the, actually, the best three-point shooting percentage in the league at the time when he got blackballed. Now we want to fast forward again to Maya Moore. Gave up her WNBA career to fight social injustice. Mm-hmm. Got some has gotten people freed. And if you see it on YouTube, it's some of the most beautiful things. It almost it brought me to tears seeing the emotion from the family and Maya Moore's camp of getting people freed. She gave up her WNBA career. It's a hall, what's the Hall of Fame before she even gave it up? Look, yeah. Hell, you can make an argument Maya was a Hall of Fame before she even stepped in the WNBA for what she did in college. Absolutely. Gave it, gave it all up. Colin Kaepernick. Regardless of what you want to say the skill set is, he kneeled. Regardless of what you want to say what his motives are, he kneeled and he probably laid the lines and gave a small spark to the movement we're seeing now. Blackball. Not let back in the league, and we can make an argument about the future stuff. I don't want to get caught on minutia. The point I'm trying to get to is that we have a long history of athletes laying on the line where their careers are being detrimented, the money they can make, and not caring. Going back even more, Bill Russell, Casey Jones, and a few other Celtic players, mm-hmm. because of the racism going on in America, refused to play an exhibition game. The red airbot drew them, drove them personally to the airport and let them go on. The point is, is that this is the first time we've seen across various sports, through various races, through various cultures, all unite for the same movement, and no one's being blackballed. No one's being ostracized. No one's being, hey, we're going to make that guy the target so no one else decides to do this. Mm-hmm. And people are given a backlash. The reason why I wanted to give history is, look how history shines a light on all those people and how years later how we view them. We view them as heroes. Right. What I'm telling people now is that the backlash that you're going to give these athletes that some of you are doing, you are the guys, you are the racists, you're the bigots, you're the prejudiced people that when we look back in history and we go, man, I can't believe people were against this. Why? Guys, you're being those people now when you're against it. Things have to change. The only way things change in America now is if you have green, mm-hmm. you have money. Exactly. And I'm not talking money like athlete mm-hmm. money. I'm talking about the owner of athlete money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the best way to get owners to make their money talk and walk for the athletes, who a lot of them are minorities, mm-hmm. is to take money away from the owners. There's no league if the owners don't. I mean, there's no league if the players don't play. 
I know y'all gonna say, oh, well, the, if the owners don't give them a facility to play, look, look here, we have a history of the Negro Leagues. Mm-hmm. The only reason the Negro Leagues stopped is because of immigration. Let's let's keep it let's keep it a buck. <laughs> and the Negro Leagues were making pretty much more money than the major leagues were making back then. Let's keep it let's keep it all the way one hundred here. So let's suppose all those basketball players, Ice Cube style, made their own league. All black ownership. I'm not promoting this. I'm saying think about it. Mm-hmm. What would the owners do? Hmm. What, where would be their what would be their meal kind? So when a gentleman like William Rhodes writes a book called 40 year, a $40 million slave, and people balk at, oh, how, how, are, how are these athletes slaves? They're making, so much, they're making more money than everybody. When he makes that book, he's making an effect for what we're talking about now. As an owner, who's typically white, because yeah. I think outside of the Jaguars owner, I think the Bills owner has the, the woman, the, the wife is Asian, Asian. but the man is, yeah. okay, Michael Jordan. That's it. I don't think we got anymore. But if you look at these sports, majority of them look like us, a black and brown. Mm-hmm. But we have no ownership. That, that's how you're a forty million dollar slave. You don't own what you produce. Mm-hmm. You produce, but you don't own it. And even going to the point of look at the GMs, look at the presidents of organizations. We just had the first black president of operations in in the NFL. Sixty percent black league, first one. Look at the fact that most of the time when you do get appointed these positions as an athlete and you're black, you had to play the sport to even get a coaching job or to get a GM job. Mm-hmm. But how many of those white people played the sport to get a GM job or a president job or a coaching job? Most. <laughs> Not most. So, so when we say this in social injustice, and, this is, and I'm just talking about in their field. I'm not even talking about what they actually boycotted for. We're just talking about in their field of play, the discrimination, the racism, the systematic racism that goes on. And it's not because the owners are racist, it's because the owners benefited from a system that allowed them to acquire wealth without having to help other people, without having to do the things that should be done when you acquire billions of dollars as a person. Now, you can get me on capitalists and how it all works, whatever, that's fine. The point I'm trying to get to is that the way that you make change in any kind of system is from voting and greenbacks. If you're not going to get out there and vote, shut up. If you're not going, if you're not going to require that people of more fortune help the cause of inequality, shut up. We don't need to hear from you at this moment right now. The issue going on with these boycotts is beautiful because at this point now, we've come to at least a point in our society where people making a stand for inequality and injustice isn't met with a backlash of "you guys are un-American," "you guys don't." Want. If you get all the narratives, you get all the deflective narratives to say why the, you shouldn't do what you do when you're fighting for a just cause. We, this is the first time we've had it where we didn't get the narratives. Yeah, we got more participation. Exactly. More followers. Exactly. And I'd like to shout out to the NBA players for doing with what the prejudice, the racists, and the bigots, and some people who are all those things but don't know it, don't do. They were going to sit out the rest of the playoffs in the season. They sat down with the owners and had conversations actually led by Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Michael Jordan because he doesn't get enough credit for the things he does for the community because he doesn't do it openly. But And they spoke to the owners and they revised their decision. They said, we're going to finish the playoffs, but we need a commitment from you all. Now, we don't have it with the commitment that it's going to be from the owners, but the point is it was not. The point I'm getting to is that they made a stance, and instead of being solid in their stance, they were flexible enough to say, hey, look, 
we want to make sure that we benefit everybody in this situation. So we will actually listen to suggestions and make a, make adjustments to new information. Not unlike what Colin Kaepernick did from sitting on the bench, go to Anthem, to getting new information from a Green Beret to deciding to kneel because the Green Beret told him to be more respectful. We are doing what we want you to do. We want you to get new information, change your stance, and support. Because if we decided to be rigid in our stance and decided that, you know what, we only want these things and these things don't happen, they would never happen. Because you would then dig your feet into the sand and decide you're not going to budge because we're demanding it. We want you to come to the table with a part of empathy, compassion, and the ability to want to change. Because like I said earlier, most of us would agree about the systematic racism that goes on. The point is, is that when we all agree on that, when it comes to examples of it, then we don't agree about what is an example of the systematic racism that goes on. Yeah. So when I give you that history to go through all this, again, I will challenge it. I will tell you guys, read $40 million Slave. It's a great book. I've had arguments and conversations with my friends about the that thought process in these sporting organizations and not, not having a much minority influence in the front office and et cetera. But the point we get into is that, yes, again, it's a brilliant and it's a wonderful thing. And I, I think at the end of the day, as we start making more people aware of this, but also we're starting to get funding to help change things, we may be able to get the change that we want to see. It's very hard to get the change that you want to see when you're not backed by some kind of financial model. People don't realize in the civil rights movement, Dr. King and a lot of people were backed financially by most of the black celebrities that were alive at that time. So they had money to bail people out of jail. They had money to get lobbyists. They had money to sit down in meetings with very powerful, influential people. Michael um, Eric Dyson even wrote a book about um, Kennedy's brother, Bobby, <laughs> sitting down with Harry Belafonte and a list of other prominent black celebrities that weren't really civil rights people, yeah. but black celebrities, and having discussions about how to change this country to be more equitable and equal for black and brown people. He writes a whole book on that because it was hidden meetings. Nobody knew about that. If those black people didn't have money, they're not even in that meeting. If those black people didn't give a shit about us and our culture, they're not even in that meeting. So when we, I always tell people take it easy on our black celebrities, and that's why, because we don't know what they're doing behind the doors. I was very suspect on Jay-Z with the NFL. Mm -hmm. My eyebrows raised, but I tried to kind of keep that shit to myself and see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out, but to me, what he's doing is just trying to get his foot in the door, get a seat at the table, so eventually he can get a seat at the ownership table. And then once he gets a seat at the ownership table, he can open up doors for other people that look like us to be presidents, GMs, Head coaches and et cetera and et cetera and et cetera. Makes sense. And let's say let's say in a wild universe he does this, becomes owner, and becomes wildly successful being an owner with this this model. You don't think those other white owners are going to be like, huh? Let's hire some black GMs, mm -hmm. presidents, coaches, yes. et cetera, et cetera, yes. et cetera. So, yeah, so they can do what he's doing. Exactly, right? exactly. So again, again, I know we went off on a tandem on this one, like always, but. I always wanted to make sure that we, we, we speak about this and give some kind of, again, don't get your facts from us, but enjoy the fact that we're giving you some information on this. But shout out to the players, shout out to the, to the movement on that, and um, let's go back to having some more fun.